Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Groove Talk. Groove Talk is brought to you by Froggy Style Productions. Before we get into this episode of the show, I would like to take a few moments and tell you ways in which you can support the podcast. The easiest and most direct way in which you can support the show is by donating to the show through our Patreon page. You can find that at patreon.com slash fsproductions. You can donate as little as $1 per month or as much money as you would like. If you do donate the minimum amount, which is $1 per month, you gain access, early access, in fact, to all podcasts that get released through Froggy Style Productions. And that is unedited, ad-free, early access to all of the podcasts. The more you donate, the more cool stuff you get. I have some stuff in the works, actually, for our $3 tier per month donation subscribers, so stay tuned for that. I'd like to thank Wanda Smith, who is actually my mother, and she just started donating to the show. It's only been three years, but, you know, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who does donate to the show. It means a lot, and you help keep the show going. That, again... If you would like to donate, the website again is patreon.com slash fsproductions. I'll have a link in the episode notes so you can find it easy. If you're looking for another way in which you can support the show, check out our online store. There's lots of cool things there. It's at fsproductions.ca. It's just the store tab. We have t-shirts, we have stickers, pins, mugs, other fun stuff like that bonus audio content, check it out, fsproductions.ca. Consider buying some merch. Again, that helps out the show a lot. While you're at fsproductions.ca, just check out the website. All of the podcasts get posted there. There's articles, short stories, podcast recommendations and reviews, other fun stuff like that. Check it out, fsproductions.ca. The easiest way in which you can support the show is just by listening. So I assume that you're doing that right now. So thank you very much. If you enjoy what you're listening to, consider sharing it with your friends, sharing it on social media, liking the posts we make, commenting on them. It all helps us get seen by more people. Also consider leaving a rating and review on your podcast listening app of choice. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever you're listening to us on, whatever you are listening to us on right now, consider leaving a rating and review. Again, it just helps with visibility so that we are seen by the most amount of people possible. I would like to take this time to just thank you for listening. It means a lot. If you're fans of the show, consider signing up for our monthly newsletter. You can find the sign-up page at fsproductions.ca. It's literally the first thing you're going to see when you visit the website. You go to that little bar, type in your email, hit subscribe. It takes about five seconds, and you are signed up for the monthly newsletter, which is sent out on the first Monday of every month. The newsletter includes things like a link to our monthly mixtape, the Let the Groove Talk monthly mixtape, which includes a bunch of cool music from artists who have appeared on the show. It also lets you know who upcoming guests will be, and it keeps you informed with everything Froggy Style Productions. It also gets you discount codes, and it enters you into all draws that we do for cool prize packs. Prize packs usually include t-shirts, CDs, stickers, fun stuff like that. So check it out, fsproductions.ca. There's really no downside, only upsides. fsproductions.ca. On this episode of Groove Talk, I am joined yet again by AYE. AYE is a hip-hop artist here in Calgary. I really enjoyed our last conversation and as well as this conversation. We talk about a lot of really cool subject matter, including how 
the worst times of your life are where you are going to grow the most, why struggling is important, why learning new things and adding new tools to your toolbox is important, as well as the importance of connecting with your audience and your fans and just people in general, where the last theme of the podcast seemed to kind of revolve around balance. This one kind of seemed to revolve more around connection and connectivity with people. AYE has a new album coming out. It is called Soul Food, an an autobiography of... You can listen to a song off that album at the end of the episode. The song is called Sun Days. It's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this conversation. I will have links in the episode notes of where you can find the album, where you can stream it, and where you can purchase it. I highly recommend that you purchase it. It helps out a lot. I will also have links in the episode notes as to where you can find AYE on social media. So if you would like to connect with AYE, check out the episode notes, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Say nice things to them. All artists really appreciate that. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Oh, actually, AYE will be playing his album release show on August 9th at the Hi-Fi Club. You can also find a ticket link in the episode notes. So if you would like to go to that, check it out. Anyways, I hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I did, and thank you for listening. This is Groove Talk with Froggy Style. Welcome to another episode of Groove Talk, everybody. On this episode, I am joined again by AYE. What's going on, man? Not too much. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. We were just talking before the podcast, and I think it's been about two years since you were on last. Yeah. Um, so why don't you just kind of inform inform the audience what you've been up to? As I was mentioning before, just just music and uh, music, family, um, work, and uh, that's pretty much it. So it's just that that repetitious cycle. Yeah. But uh, I got some singles out. I got some um, some videos. Went to Vancouver and shot a music video for this song called Bibbo. Um, came back and then did another video for a single called Don't Blow My High. That did pretty well. Um, still doing okay. And then just been releasing music, getting ready for this release, Soul Food. Yeah. Had a, uh, I had my first son, Akairi. So, yeah, it's just music and family for me right now. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So... I guess, what have you been doing to prepare for this release? What have I been doing? Yeah. Mainly, uh, just getting these singles out. I think I've learned a little bit from the last project. Not saying that it's some crazy amount, but just kind of taking what I, um, the mistakes from the last project and trying to learn from those with this project. So I was trying to, you know what I mean, have some singles put together properly some visuals to go with them yeah um the big thing this year right now for this release and just overall in general is just connecting with people getting out there um i have this thing it's just create connect and conversate converse where i'm just i guess you triple c's you can coin it like that i guess i haven't even really thought of it but yeah where it's just about creating some connecting with people and, and talking about it mainly yeah you know just adding more of a layer than just putting music out yeah um yeah 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 i found that very beneficial the best way i find to get people excited about something is actually just talking to them you know definitely we're we're so like bombarded by like social media posts and stuff like that that it's almost become like 
that's like kind of you're just shouting into the void almost, you know, and <laughs> yeah. like hoping somebody's listening. Yeah, but yeah. if you can connect with somebody one-on-one and get them excited about that, then they're way more likely, I find, to go and check out your stuff. Definitely. And on top of that, too, it's just you're building, building like an experience. It's, it's a moment. Um, and it's a relationship really at the end of the day, right? Like mm-hmm. um, people that I, I would consider fans, you know what I mean? I, I'm trying to like build a family with you know what i mean so i guess some people will call them fans i'll call them family so it's just yeah connecting with these people and talking to them and seeing what they vibed with and what what type of song it was that they enjoyed or how they enjoyed it or whatever um creating things like more than just music like uh especially with this whole soul food project there's just many different layers um that could be talked about and um, I think it's really the exciting thing for this project is kind of seeing how people interpret it and relate to it. But uh, but yeah, awesome. So I guess uh, what's maybe one one thing that you took into the the recording of this latest album that you learned from the recording of your last? Uh, this one I'm being uh, I took a little bit more detail in just being myself. Okay, kind of letting my my vo- my my me as an artist kind of honed through. I think the last project knocks. I was a little bit on edge. I was a little bit, you know what I mean. I was getting my foot in the water still. You know what I mean. Um, so right now I'm a lot more comfortable with who I am as an artist. I, I know who I am. I know my story. So um, just yeah, letting that out. And, and not really having to think about it, you know. One thing that's really that I'm big on right now is just this having this transparency, this vulnerability, you know. Because for me as an artist, I put a lot of my life. My life is my music, you know. My music is my life. So, yeah. Awesome. I think that people really kind of connect and are kind of searching for that sort of transparency mm-hmm. you know again with social media and me- just media in general we're like bombarded by like so much fakeness yeah that i think people are really just searching for something authentic yeah it's 100 percent. yeah so yeah. if you can like convey that in your music then i feel like it, it you're gonna do way better than if you're trying to be somebody else or trying straight to, up yeah, you know? yeah so i think like for me as an artist i kind of struggled with that a little bit in the beginning yeah i guess maybe i know who knew who i was like from the jump but you kind of you gotta start at point a to get to point b so it's it's a journey and mm-hmm. um it's fun i think at the end of the day you gotta just everybody's at a different point and some people are all about that but yeah i think the joy is being able to start at point a and, and get to point b and f- and that is figuring out who you are you know what i mean as yeah. an artist and what you're trying to put out in the world a lot of people just put out what's trendy and poppy and what's cool and mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with them really on a personal or even on a musical level mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but yeah yeah and i think for any any sort of artist no matter what kind of art you're doing when you start out you kind of have to emulate something you know because you don't really know mm-hmm. who you are as an artist yet. Straight. So. yeah we all get influenced like i think for some artists it's the story is always different but a lot of us were uh, our first impressions are not always the best ones you know what i mean are yeah. not always ones that are 100 percent in line with what we're trying to do or who we are as individuals because we don't even know who we are as individuals yeah at that point so yeah it's different for everybody but yeah it, it, everyone has something that they find and and is inspired from mm-hmm. um, whether negative or positive yeah, yeah definitely and like even just with this podcast you know it's changed and grown so much over the years and it took me a while to find out like how I really wanted to do it and right. I tried out some different things and they mm. didn't work and you know I think that's like again that's just kind of the artistic journey you know like definitely yeah definitely. you said that this album was like kind of a little bit more personal but personal personal yeah you got <laughs> a it. little bit more you know kind of you mm-hmm. so i guess take us into the song songwriting process for the album how was it different in any way than your last album the songwriting process mm, a little bit uh more so just trying to create songs bodies of work that people can kind of remember 
I think with the last record, I was a little bit more free, carefree, just writing however I felt. This is a little, I guess, maybe a little bit more structured, trying to properly write a song, you know? Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. What was the recording, was the recording process any different for this album compared to the last one? Like, uh, Not so much, like I did it myself. Yeah. So no, I don't think there's anything too much other than just like honing in on on, on like vocally projecting and and finding little things, words that I, I I vibe with. You know what I mean? So yeah, picking up catchphrases and things like that, and kind of just making them my own. You know, or just kind of like, for example, I just have this like this this thing that I'm just saying right now which is like boom shock which is kind of like a term of just like a, a way of expressing you know what I mean like yo mm. like excitement whatever so and that's heavily like not heavily but it's resonates heavily within like you know what I mean the reggae Rasta culture so um, in the Jamaican culture so yeah I'm just trying to pick things that are that are of who I am my roots and just you know taking it and, mm. and running with it basically and trying to find my own making it my own in, in another way too you know okay. yeah yeah but I know no to answer your question not much has changed in terms of the, the recording process okay yeah i know we talked about like your influences a little bit on the last podcast mm -hmm. um so have they changed it all for this album or are they still kind of similar still similar um i think the last time i went or the last time I was on the podcast. One major influence, I guess, what I would say is I went and checked out Bad, Bad, Not Good. They were here, like, uh, a couple of years ago at Folk Fest. Okay. So I just got the opportunity to go catch them, like, on the side stage, and just that was the first time I've ever seen them. So that was, like, that's one group, I'd say, that inspired me, just watching them and just seeing how young they were mm -hmm. and just... You could tell the love that they had and the passion and the chemistry that they had. And um, so that definitely inspired me to, you know, start playing keys more. So I'm like, uh, I'm picking up more instruments in terms of like my live performance versus before. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's really something when you see younger people who are so passionate about music. And like I just did an interview with this band called Gratuitous Platypus and they're like straight out of high school they just graduated high school oh really yeah and just the passion that they had for music was mm -hmm. just like almost inspiring you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah they're yeah, like 10 did. years younger than me and they're just the way they talked about music it was just it was real awesome to see <laughs> yeah it kind of puts life more life in you and like for me it was like yeah yo I, I kind of want to I see what they're doing and there's some things that I kind of want to it just really just inspired me to yeah have that motivation to do what I want to do, yeah. which is like right now, um, you know, adding a little bit more jazz into my my sound, recording wise and live, so just different things. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, what is like the recorded experience versus the live experience like with you? Uh, they're a little bit different, although I do try and incorporate a lot of like, you know live recordings of bass and guitar and trumpet into my music mm -hmm. but i always do try and have a little bit of different like differentiation between the live and, and the recording just to give people some a little bit different you know so yeah i don't always play recordings like exactly how they're like i don't play like live songs exactly how they're recorded yeah so yeah that's just like the only thing I guess yeah. just always having a different approach live you know sometimes and just conducting how the band like plays it You maybe you might you know cut a sound out or create more of a build up things like that mm -hmm. or just even just add like a, a outro or just extend it or just different things like that yeah yeah, yeah. I think that's like good too because you, when you go see a live band, you don't want to see exactly what they recorded, you know? Or else why not just sit home? Right, exactly. Album, like. It's funny, <laughs> I, I've, like, had that thing with, like, a few people where I've talked to people about just, like, there are those people that do want to see a live performance exactly how it's recorded, where, in retrospect, it's like, yeah, you might as well just go listen to the recording, right? Yeah. But then sometimes, and then there's the other side where it's like, yeah, you want something different. Yeah. 
and for me i i guess it's just about yeah trying to find the the right point where you're not switching it up too much mm-hmm. but you're not having it be exactly the same yeah and i think once you find that 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 place you know what i mean yeah you're good yeah for sure but at least that's how how I am as a uh, an artist live and recording. So I know for other people it's a lot different. But yeah. to each his own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so many different ways to do music. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Have, are people ever surprised when they come and see you live? Uh, yeah. For them, uh, like I don't. Uh, there's always good reception. There's always good feedback. There's always people that are are like receptive and will come out of their go out of the way to like you know ask for a picture or yo i enjoyed that set yeah i love what you're doing things like that so mm-hmm. yeah people are definitely receptive awesome. live yeah so how how have you seen your fan base kind of grow over the years then since the last time you were on the podcast mm, that's a good question i feel like it's slowly slowly growing yeah i'll notice after like i just through social media just people pop up and will mention that hey they've been following you for a set amount of time or you know people that I've connected with in in Vancouver you know I'm still talking to them or still connecting with them but yeah it's it's always different yeah I know we talked touched on it a little bit but how have you changed as an artist over those years uh how have I changed I just just continue to just Explore and not really p- try and put myself in a box. Yeah. Um, I'm playing a lot of keyboard now, like yeah. recording as well as live, um, and then I'm doing that at the same time as rapping now. So just trying to like just hone in on as many different things that I, I could do. Right now, I'm also like I just picked up the guitar as well too. So okay. playing guitar and rapping at the same time. So just trying to like see what happens. You know what I mean? Try things out. Not be scared to to try something you yeah. know what I mean and if it's been done that's okay with trying you know what I mean make it my own or do it a little bit differently so it's not just completely mimic because we always are inspired you know what I mean as we were talking before yeah. but yeah that's the thing pretty much it for me yeah like, so how hard is it to like rap and play an instrument at the same time it's uh, yeah it's a funny question it's 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 unique it's, it can be difficult but I just noticed it takes a lot more, like, you're using a lot more of your brain, like, you yeah. know, um, I think it's like you're trying to, like, use your left and right at the same time. I don't know scientifically however they would break it down, but, yeah, a lot of more brain capacity going, like, a lot more brain work. So you just have to, yeah, it's just separating, playing with your hands and using your vocals and putting words together. And sometimes, like, a chord might fall off beat in the vocal or, like, you might be playing a certain chord and in a certain pattern and then like a rap verse might be different so you kind of have to like just it's weird it's, yeah but you just feel it out like <laughs> yeah. anything so yeah. it's fun actually I, I think it's, it's it's exciting and i think like for me right now i don't even really enjoy that much playing with a dj just because i feel like it's just it's just like yeah like unless you're playing with a dj that creates a, a, a space as like an artist and is like you know adding into like the live show yeah i think playing with a dj personally just like boring now no <laughs> just because it's you you want to be you should be challenging yourself and i think you should be trying to step out the box always as a person yeah and exploring and seeing what what things you can do or because me at the end of the day a couple years ago i didn't really think i could be playing keys and rapping at the same time but there had to be a certain point of me to be able to be like yo okay i think i could do this yeah and then even now to just picking up a guitar where it's like damn I'm even surprised with myself being able to do that, but yeah, yeah, you can't put yourself in a box. Like, yeah, you can't. There's a good term that my dad kind of passed on to me, where it's just like you can't be fearless in your greatness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a good term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like trying to hone in on that and like remember that with whatever I'm doing in whatever facet of my life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's good to continually challenge yourself as well and kind of grow in those ways you know like 100% and sometimes you know you have people around you that will motivate you to do that and sometimes you just got to be your own motivator you know yeah so yeah do you pay close attention to who you surround yourself with yeah I'm like to be honest I don't really surround myself (laughs) with too many people yeah (laughs) I would consider myself more like a loner but 
yeah, I'm pretty tight knit. I just it's mainly family and there's just like a few tight knit people that I work with within like the music and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, other than like the people that I connect with on social media and stuff like that, but yeah, I'm pretty to myself. I'm pretty low key. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just music. Music is my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah me, 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 music and, and the family. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, man. Obviously, your family's probably very supportive of your music. Then. Yeah, music's always like ran ran in my family heavily, and my mom's a big supporter. I'm sure I mentioned last time I was here. Like my dad is definitely heavy on the music and that's kind of where I got all my whole inspiration from for doing what I'm doing so yeah it, it's it, they definitely support and yeah awesome it means a lot so I know that the last time you were here we talked a lot about balance yeah kind of finding a balance between so I guess let's kind of extent have you found it more difficult now to kind of balance music and personal life now you just said that you've you have a child now and yeah that's a good question i think finding a balance is always a continuous cycle but i think as things go on you're you're always wanna you're always going to continue to find easier ways to balance things and solutions to balancing things but as soon as you find a solution to balancing something there's something else that you got to try and figure out balancing but yeah and that's what i mean like it's always continuing but yeah it can be a struggle I'm, i'm learning different things here and there it is a lot of work though you know all the parents out there you know know what it's like to you know raise a child and it's not easy especially when you're you know there's time involved and you have to go to work and you're trying to put food on the table so it's all these different little elements trying to you know for me for me personally trying to get music out or trying to record a song trying to make things happen but then you know what I mean you have to at this point it's no longer about like just me and my putting myself first it's about you know my son and making sure that his well-being and all that is taken care of so it, it can be a struggle it is from time to time, but you, you just always try and keep a, a positive mindset, which is important. And um, just having faith is super important as well mm-hmm. and key. So, And just prioritizing. I'm learning prioritizing and organizing. You know, you got, like, for me right now, you got to write shit down. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's just so many times where I'll be, like, I don't even know if I want to mention it, but I was supposed to come through, like... I can't. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, but it's just I didn't write it down, yeah. and then it's bam, there it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then boom, I'm stumbling through something. So it's just like, cause you know, I'm, I probably got the email, um, and then re- forgot to write it down, and then just life goes on, and yeah, you yeah. know how it is. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so that's just a perfect example where it's like, you know, right now for me, it's like writing things down, and you got to prioritize, like figuring out what's what needs your time like you needs your attention at what times you know yeah but it's yeah it's life it's life yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it but, goes on <laughs> yeah it goes on and, and like i think that's the joy of it is just trying to find a balance and yeah you're always gonna have power struggles here and there so yeah but yeah yeah if it was easy it would be boring <laughs> exactly so <laughs> And I don't know, I know the parents know, you know, when you have a child, you, you, you become like a super person, you know what I mean? Doing shit you never thought you could do or like, could see you, you never even thought you had the potential to do something, but it's like not until you're like met with it face first and you have to deal with it or, you know, go through it. You're like, wow, did I, shit, I made that happen. But yeah, it's the beauty. Yeah, no. Beauty of life. And yeah. and uh, I have this record that I'm working on, which totally touches on the subject, where it's just like trying to find the beauty in the pain. And, and yeah, that's one of my favorite songs that I haven't put out yet, but it'll be out soon. Awesome. But, yeah. Cool. Touches on that whole, you know, subject. Yeah. That's one of the things that you kind of learn as you grow older is all the hard times and all the failures and mm-hmm. all... The, the the worst times those are the times that you really grow the most from 100 percent and you kind of learn to not 
not necessarily value those times, but in a way you do value them, you know? You don't want to go through them, but mm. the fact that you did go through those times has made you a better person. Yeah, and that's kind of what keeps, like, the faith for me as well, is, like, just knowing that, yeah, one would come, come out through this, like, stronger and wiser and, you know, um, for these things, a lot of, yeah, the most challenging times allow us to become the most, you know, greatest versions of ourselves, so. yeah. You need it, and yeah, that's what keeps me going. As soon as I'm thinking of like, yo, or I'm in a s- certain situation, I just kind of just vision the coming out the other side, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, that kind of it's what helps me. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. As long as you grow from those times, then you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all worth it, and and everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes if you go back and you're like, okay, so why do I do this thing? And you actually really think about it. You're like, oh, this one shitty thing that happened to me. If that would have never happened to me, I wouldn't do this, mm-hmm. you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. It's, it's, it's crazy how that works. Yeah. 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 But I, I like what you said that you have to, you kind of have to practice at balance, you know? You have to, like practice doing it and constantly yeah be challenged in doing it yeah. and that's how you get better at it and mm-hmm. it's kind of like again with it extends to all aspects of life the more you do it the better you get at it 100 percent. it's the same when, you, when you're starting a new instrument you know yep. it's hard to start a new instrument because you're going to suck at it for a really go- long time and the noises that come out aren't necessarily going to be pretty yeah but sticking with it is the thing that i think pe- a lot of people don't you know do <laughs> facts facts yeah facts for this album mm-hmm. did you pay a little bit more attention to maybe the song order or what songs made it on the album versus what songs didn't for this project it was making as many records as possible and yeah seeing what fit what felt right yeah it's called soul food the audio biography so i really just tried to emphasize on the audio part of just trying to tell a story as well as have something that people can relate to and resonate with and like appreciate for their own personal reasons so yeah it was more on the track listing and and how things sat and felt yeah there was a few songs that were cut and maybe released later or whatever but Okay. It just didn't work with the the, the recording or the, the 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 body of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going for like a very kind of specific feel for this album, then. Yeah, I mean, anytime I do like a project or an album or you know, I just call them projects, really. Okay. But the proper term, I guess, would be called an album. But yeah, they're they're all conceptual pieces. They're all something that that tells a story, something that you can take away from if you have the patience of listening. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay. How much attention do you pay to stuff that maybe isn't the music that goes into it? That isn't the music. Yeah. Like, like for the, example. Like the visual aspect of it or, you know, kind of stuff like that. I think for me, the type of artist I am, it, it all goes hand in hand. Recording wise, like I'm pretty hands on with a lot of the things that I do as an artist. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's just as, just as important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, and are you the one who does all that art and stuff like that, or do you have people that you kind of let in to do that? Or I do, I do balance it out a little bit. Sometimes I might work with people, and then sometimes I'll just I'll get it done on my own. Yeah. So it just depends. It depends what's what's being what's needed, you yeah. know, and what what I may require. Sometimes. Nowadays, with how technology is, it's pretty easy to get things done on your own, you know. Yeah. But um, one thing that I'm trying to emphasize on lately is trying to build build a team. Huh. So that that takes time, and I think the right to build a team, you need the right people yeah. involved. So, like, I work with people here and there, but sometimes things don't always work out, and mm-hmm. and so you kind of just gotta let things be and not force things. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 for the most part, I'm pretty hands on. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that uh, I kind of struggled with in the beginning is I thought I needed more people mm-hmm. to help me with this. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I, what I guess I, I started to try and build a team too early on mm-hmm. when I didn't even really kind of know what the project was right, right. or where it was going to go. Yeah. And 
like needless to say, I'm still doing this on my own, but I have more of a focus on where it's going. And I feel like I could maybe start to let some people in, mm -hmm. you know, but mm -hmm. it's really hard. You have to be very selective and 100%. find people who have the same vision as you mm -hmm. and like are just as excited about it as you are. Mm -hmm. And that's really difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult. And then, you know, if you do find those people, you know, you got to make sure that those people on a personal level, you know, you guys mesh and things like that. And yeah. egos are not getting involved and those types of stuff. So yeah. there's so many aspects to building a team. And yeah, I think as a one-man band man or like being a one-man team player, as long as you're keeping the, the like the insight that, you know, hey, I'm going to do this as long as I need to on my own, but I'm willing to let people in and willing to work with people, yeah. I think that's that's fine, you know? Yeah. So I think when you have that mentality of, like, I need to do it all on my own and fuck everybody else. And sometimes I think a lot of people, because when you do things on your own, they might get that mentality or yeah. that persona or it rubs off or they assume. But, yeah, it's it's when you, you will love something a lot and you have a passion for something that you built or a part of. Um, it's not so easy to let people in because a lot of people want to tarnish your shit and mm -hmm. have ulterior motives and all that type of stuff. So, and me too, like straight up, I, I have trust issues. I just don't fuck with anybody or any everybody. Yeah. Excuse my language, but yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's tough. But yeah, yeah, you just keep going, and that's just that's just my motto. Just keep going, and everything usually falls in place. If it does, if one thing doesn't work out, it's just allowing something else to to, to manifest in a better, in a greater capacity. So yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think like the more you do it on your own the more competent you become and just like it's not it's just you, you get and it also helps you kind of focus in on what you really do need and what you are mm -hmm. lacking in mm -hmm. with your own personal skills mm -hmm. like what you know that you can do versus what you know you can't do yeah this project I definitely I could have went the other route and worked with some other engineers or other people but yeah. I was like you know what this is like my third project I'm gonna and this was like I think I've worked with the first first project I did I didn't really work with anybody then the second one I worked with my friend on the engineering and stuff but I just was like hey I think I can try this one more time on my own see how it goes you know mm -hmm. but it was fun and, and like yeah that was the exact reason why I wanted to do that which is like let me see exactly here with what I got going on and what I'm doing what are my key weaknesses and what are my my strengths mm. and trying to figure out that and through that process you know what i mean you could figure out what you need and, and what yeah what areas you're lacking in so yeah i kind of i did i went that that route for this project and yeah i look forward to seeing what the response and how people receive it and and whatnot but i'm definitely at a point where i i gotta build a team in order to achieve the certain things that i'm trying to attain and yeah. accomplish so but it, it'll happen yeah 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 but and also when you are doing it on your own you're kind of adding that all those skills into your toolbox you know that you mm. like it's like okay i can i can not only write music but now i can produce it i can yeah. master it or whatever and you add all those and then you it helps you not i guess for lack of a better term, get fucked with mm -hmm. when you are looking for a new team yeah. member because you kind of have a, an idea of what you're looking for because you have these skills a little bit, you know? Yeah. So. It's a struggle um, trying to maintain certain relationships or whatever just because so many factors, like I was saying, can get in there. and But it does help when you... Like, for me, I'll say straight up, like, me producing, I don't, the only reason why I produce is because I didn't have a producer. Yeah. And I didn't want to... I didn't have the money to spend on beats, and I didn't want to just search on SoundCloud for a beat and write to it that are 10 other rappers are writing to. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I am I got a situation. I'm met with a a stump, a roadblock. How am I going to get around it? And the only way around it was to learn how to produce. But then... Thankfully, I was playing keys in my dad's band, so that helped. Yeah. And so there's just certain things that you'll notice in your life that will be an asset that you didn't notice at a certain time. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes you just have to straight up learn shit on your own. Like, yeah. guitar, like, this is one thing I like, kind of wish I'd learned a lot when I was younger, just so I'd be a little bit more set, you know what I mean? Or at least know how to articulate. But hey, I'm not at that 
that didn't happen. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to buckle down and like really learn and and have someone teach me and teach myself. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it'll be a benefit. And yeah, yeah. And the and the whole reason for me playing guitar too is like, like in the band, both of like uh, the musicians in the band that I'm playing with right now that are part of the gents is Aaron who plays guitar and he also plays trumpet, and Dylan who um, plays for I'm the Mountain as well. Um, but he plays he plays horn obviously and bass. So oh, okay. like they'll alternate in between a record, um, and we just started playing with a drummer named Denver. But like for example, one record needed had horns, you know. But then Aaron can't play horn and guitar at the same time. Although he he does alternate between this one record, which is pretty cool to see live. But uh, it was like, hey, let me just let me see if I can let me see if I can get the chords are easy enough. Let me see if I could just do do the chords and and the vocals at the same time. And it's just like, okay, yeah, all right, it works. It's not. I'm not like you know. Whoever, who's crazy on guitar you know I'm not Santana but yeah. I can hold it down and then it's just from there you just work at it work at it work at it so yeah. met with a problem figured out a solution and yeah sometimes you gotta do it on your own sometimes yeah. and it worked out I think at the end of the day like positive into a negative hey shit we don't have a horns player or should we go get a horns player or should we go get another guitar player or let me just try and let's work deal with with the best of what we got you know and try and make the most of it so yeah yeah and like again like what we were saying about how you learn the most about yourself in those like kind of hard times Mm -hmm. i feel like when you're met with problems like that Mm -hmm. it helps you grow as a person as well and like just your skill base like for example i wanted to put my stuff on youtube yeah. I had no idea how to make videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had to like sit down and like learn how to make videos. Right. I was like, I'm going to do this myself because I don't want to like pay for that or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm going to do this myself. And with the internet and stuff nowadays, it's like you can pretty much teach yourself anything. So at least mm-hmm. a rudimentary knowledge of anything. So. Yeah, you, you can get the fundamentals. And yeah. to be honest, I, I think if you, I, there's a lot of successful people out there that we large amount of people successful people out there that we wouldn't even think twice that they learned their shit on their own you know what i mean yeah through youtube google yeah. youtube's been popular for you know what i mean i'm just, i think decade and some so yeah and the amount of information that's on youtube and google is kind of like yeah there's so much out there mm-hmm. there's no reason why you can't try and figure something out on your own yeah and if you suck at it then you suck at it you but suck at it yeah hey, at least you tried <laughs> at least you tried yeah so <laughs> and like i feel like a lot of people are afraid to try or afraid to suck i don't know yeah i'll be honest with the guitar that's that was like a little awkward stepping into that lane yeah you know just from like you know hey aaron can i borrow your guitar or like oh you you know what i mean that's like that look of like oh you trying to be little wayne or like you know what i mean like yeah. trying to do this shit so it's like there was those things a part of it so i'm like oh man this kind of feels a little awkward but at the same time too it's like who gives a fuck yeah who gives a shit yeah <laughs> i think mm. we could all use a little bit more uncomfortableness in our lives <laughs> yeah and that's the whole thing too is i kind of like try to go after that too because yeah being too comfortable i swear is like a disease and yeah. you do more damage to yourself as a person being extremely comfortable and living a life that is just straight just like yeah just just like too easy and just too comfortable for you you gotta like step out your box and yeah, yeah stepping on like playing guitar behind a mic and try, yeah it's fun you know what i mean and if you can see it in the right way if you can you know mm-hmm. if your mindset is you know if you can it's all about just taking negatives and turning them to positives, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all in your mindset. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's, a, it's, again, it's something that you have to practice on, too. Like balance or like mm-hmm. the guitar. Mm-hmm. You have to practice your mindset, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we could talk about that. I, like, uh, I, I dropped a record uh, called Bibbo. And, yeah, just to throw out there, like, that just Bibbo really just ex- emphasizes that whole thing where, you know, I have a saying, exercising your mind and body is fundamental to feeding your soul. So same way you're going to go to the gym and pump your muscles and, you know what I mean, working that out, you got to work your brain out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's just reading and doing all those kinds of things. And, and yeah, 
just yeah. trying to learn and, and or else if you don't do that then just like your your muscles your muscles pla you plateau yeah you know what i mean and you're not really if you're not working it you just it's lacking and it's not it becomes a it becomes weak right so yeah. you want a strong mind you got to be like out there reading and going after things that are going to challenge you to think you know and a lot of people right now with technology is that everything is so easy hands-on instant access everything's being done for you. you you know the amount of apps and stuff out there you can just press a button and people just these applications will do this shit for you so it's like mm -hmm. yeah it's a struggle but yeah. yeah there's like the thing is like technology is such a good thing but also like such a bad thing you know yeah we were talking about that last time it's, yeah. it's definitely it's it's crazy yeah. and i don't know it depends on your mindset a lot of people I, I would think are and i don't not to knock or hate anything but you know it's good to have that progressive mindset and mm -hmm. think futuristically and all that but the same time too sometimes if you know if it's not broken you don't got to fix it that whole type of mentality where yeah. you know if things are like you too much of anything is good for nothing and i think right now with the technology we're at a point where it's like gimme 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 and like people just like they need to be fed from technology and like the advancement of technology yeah. to the point that it just like takes over yeah whatever you got a little whole i rot i robot scenario going on in life and these robots take over and shit yeah <laughs> what was that what was that robot's name sophia or some shit yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's jokes yeah yeah you gotta you gotta use it or you're gonna lose it and that yeah. includes your muscles your brain straight up like your emotional capacity like yeah, all yeah. those things if yeah. you're not using it then eventually they're just gonna be gone yeah so. I mean, people used to be able to memorize entire books and then recite them from memory, you know? Yeah. And, you know? And, yeah, now they have audio books. Yeah. You don't need that shit no more. No, you don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's kind of crazy how that is. And that's something that's always in the back of my mind. And, like, you know what I mean? Something as simple as, like, can you imagine how many people don't know how to read a map? Yeah. Just because of the, the advancement of GPSs and, like, shit, the convenience and all that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And then the thing is, is like the amount of technology and how fast it's moving and at any time that shit could shut down or, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And then people are going to be lost and don't know what the hell to do. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. You got to you gotta exercise your mind and your body. And like you were saying, all those those different elements, it's it's key for sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's how you grow. That's yeah. the only way you can grow is, is seeking that light. So. Yeah. Yeah. We all want to grow fundamentally, I think. And I think mm -hmm. that's why, you know, people may be depressed or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like they're kind of lacking growth almost. They've gotten too comfortable into their their existence, you know? They're mm -hmm. not challenging themselves. They're not growing in any way. And that just doesn't feel good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I think it, sometimes it feels good for people, but they don't realize, like, the, the outlying factors of how... You know what I mean? There's a saying, what what tastes good isn't always good for you. Or, you know what I mean? What mm -hmm. feels good isn't always good for you. So, like, the feeling of being at home and doing nothing is good feeling for you. But at the end of the day, is that really having a positive benefit on you, really? Or do you just, are you telling yourself that it is? Or it's just because it feels that way? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I mean... Now, like, once I start doing stuff, when I sit and I just, like, waste an entire weekend day... I don't feel good at the end of it. I'm like, I should have done something with mm -hmm. my day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you obviously need those down times. You know, if you have been working really, really hard and you get a day to yourself, it's glorious, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, but it's. I feel like you have to earn those days and earn those moments, you know? I agree, too. Yeah. I agree. And sometimes you get too comfortable with, like, chilling and chilling and chilling, and then you, it just becomes an everyday pattern. And, yeah. 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 And I mean, I've been there, you know, I've been I in, think we all have, yeah, yeah. I've been in those ruts. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I find I'm way more happier and my mental health is more stable when I'm doing stuff and challenging myself and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So living life, living life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not letting life just pass you by or watching life on a screen or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Actually out there and experiencing life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah.
So what, what, maybe what was one of your favorite things about this project? I guess just the amount of, like, layers that it has. And just the, the vibe that it, it carries sonically. Uh, it's a lot more brighter, feel-good music. So yeah, I think that's what I'm most excited about. I'm, I'm really excited about how people are going to respond to it. Yeah. So that that will be some time till I find that out. But to be honest, all the singles that I've released, it's been a lot of good feedback. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It's not everything that it's not something that everybody's listening to or what's like current or like popular. So I think if I can try and get into the ears of people that really love popular shit and they enjoy it, I think that's like a job well done. So I'm just excited on the feedback and and what comes of it. But at the same time, it's exciting to, to focus on those things, but at the same time, too, um, even in the same respect, it's like, it doesn't necessarily matter. Mm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to put it out and, and um, share with the world and connect more. That's really my thing. So yeah. it's like, I created something, now I can connect with people, and now I can talk about it. Which is about what the, the the triple C's are all about, which is creating, connecting, and conversating. So that's yeah. really what I'm excited about, just to connect. Okay. Yeah. Like, since you do have a voice and you do have an audience and stuff, mm -hmm. do you ever feel like a responsibility to use that voice and use kind of that audience to kind of like um, talk about important issues? Yeah, I think if you have a voice, you should, you know... Um, use it and especially when it's needed as an artist you know i'm pretty vocal about things that are, that go on and stuff like that so yeah having an audience you have the opportunity to speak and you have an opportunity to express opinion express a point of view some artists don't really care about that side of things but um but yeah it, um it's important to speak and, and have a voice and especially for those that don't have a voice mm -hmm. um I would love the opportunity just to, to to have a platform or an audience and to say something. And then especially when there's minorities involved and, and people being treated a certain way or looked at a certain way, being being a voice and helping, you know, you know, in that way of whatever is being said or done or um, whatnot. I think it's important as an artist. I think. Yeah. yeah. If you're not saying anything, you're not an artist. You're not like I think if you make music. You're, you you can be a product of just making music, but I think being an artist, you have to be able to have an opinion and and shake up the, the you know what I mean, things a little bit, and mm -hmm. sometimes go against the grain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is does your music get political at all or? Uh, political at all? Yeah, my music is, can be political, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I have one song on Soul Food called Black America. Mm. And that just talks about, you know, just different things that's, that would consist of a black America. And you know what I mean? I guess the average person would think that we're not, a, you know, America right now, but it's North America as a continent. So, yeah, we're in a, Canada's part of America mm -hmm. in one sense. So, yeah. So black America is just talking about just different things in terms of the influence and things such as black culture, black stereotypes that are involved in like life right now and just use my voice to highlight it and things that I didn't like and things that I liked. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, for example, right now, you know what I mean? Girls with fat asses are a thing, you know what I mean? And I don't, it's a black, and it's, I think it consists of just like a, a stereotype and perpetuating these things, this, this hypersexualizing and things like that. So... There's that. There's just yeah, just different stereotypes. Just calling it out, you know. Yeah. About you know, there's the whole thing of you know black people getting shot every day in America, every other day, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, for throwing their hands up and just really cops just getting a license to kill people. So I'm talking about that shit too. So it's like I have a line called, um, I can't remember the exact line, but it's just talking about how living while back you know what i mean like it's like at this point it's kind of like a felony you know what i mean uh, in some parts it feels that way at least for me as a black person where it's like yo i can walk out my door 
walk out my sh walk down the block where I live and somebody who doesn't like me or has an issue with whatever it is, they can just come and, you know, shoot me, kill me, whatever. And that mainly being a cop or whatever. Look at George Zimmerman, things like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So just touching on those things. I, I, I do have a voice and I definitely do talk about those types of stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. I think that that's important. And I think that people hearing stuff like this and hearing you express yourself in such like a, like a long form conversation way, mm -hmm. it helps, you know, just people understand more, you know, for sure, for sure. With like information and stuff like that, like just getting the other person's point of view and actually sitting and hearing them talk mm -hmm. is so beneficial. At least it's been beneficial to me in my life and stuff like that. And with things that I didn't even think that I, you know, um, from podcasts I've learned about like maybe certain types of transgender issues that I might not have been aware of before mm -hmm. or like just what it is like to be like a minority in the United States or something like that that I would have never had access to if it wasn't for podcasts. You Straight, know? yeah. And it's just, it's so beneficial, I think, to hear what people's point of view is on life in general and how they are experiencing life. Mm -hmm. And like one of the things that like one of the like founding principles of these podcasts is everybody has a different point of view on life and that in itself is valuable. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, when you get on the selfish mentality of thinking and being, it's like, it's the worst, you know, for the world and for the person and like on, a, on their own. So, yeah, I think it's a, so important to connect and, and just try and having a platform to, to, to hear another perspective and, mm -hmm. and being open enough to hear it and process it and uh, put yourself in that person's shoes. You yeah. Know? I think that's a big thing is a lot of people don't are lacking empathy. Yeah. And yeah, it's, like, it's easy because it's like, oh, well, I'm not going through that shit. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and I could even coin off some quick where it's like ASAP Rocky, I think is in jail in Sweden right now. And um, I think at one point he made a comment or somebody somebody asked him in an interview, like, how do you feel about, you know, Ferguson and all these things that were going on in, in uh, the States at the time? And he's like, oh, well, I don't live that life. I don't, I don't know anything about that. I fuck bitches and I wear clothes and all this nonsense yeah and then it's funny because he had lack no empathy he had no empathy in that matter and now he's you know in jail mm -hmm. now living that experience so it's like you know it's quick how things can flip yeah and and, and i think that's more important why we need to have the sympathy and being able to put ourselves in other people's shoes and yeah yeah I think it's important and I think again technology has the potential to help with that yeah that's a, a definitely a positive tool yeah with social media and the internet yeah. yeah yeah although it's tough though now with this censorship and shit that's coming into play but yeah that's kind of scary <laughs> yeah right now it's like you can't really see, you gotta watch what you say and do yeah now more than ever. Yeah. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see where some of these social media platforms end up in the future, for mm -hmm. sure, and mm -hmm. what they'll be like. And mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, it's, we live in a weird time, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. The last podcast we did, the theme was kind of balance, and this one might be connection. <laughs> yeah, I could say that. I'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that you performed at the last Market Collective. Mm -hmm. uh, was that your first time there? Or? Yeah, that was my first time. Okay. Uh, so I guess I just want, I'm curious about what your thoughts are about things like that kind of popping up and like, like that the, type of show yeah like that type of show An like event. with that kind of like community and stuff like that i love those are my favorite shows really um just kind of like as like a live act just sticking myself somewhere that's like a little different or like a little unique and just seeing how people respond to it yeah yeah i love, I love winning people over i love uh like 
be like you know putting a stigma on like or switching up the stigma on the whole thought that like hip hop and rap is just about you know money, bitches and hoes and shit. So I don't know. I lo- I love those types of events. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than needed in in community and in the city. Mm-hmm. We need lots more events like that as much as possible. I think the government should be funding more of those types of events. Yeah. Yeah, just bringing people together, all walks of life, um, different ages and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I agree. All, yeah. all different types of artistic backgrounds, mm-hmm. bringing together small artists and vendors, you know, yeah. local vendors and stuff, supporting the community, basically. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's refreshing to, to see, and it's refreshing to be a part of, for sure, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I would, like, I... I agree. Like, again, with the advent of technology, it makes it so easy for, like, these bigger corporations to just be your one-stop shop for everything, Mm -hmm. like Amazon or Walmart and shit. Mm -hmm. But that, it crushes kind of that, like, individual creative spirit, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So true. It takes away from that community. Yeah, like, I walked around and just, just seen what people had going on and stuff, bought some things. So, yeah, it's nice. You always got to support, and I think... Yeah, whether it's a small business or a big business, you know what I mean? Everybody starts from somewhere, so. Yeah. You got to support, like, your dollars mean something. Support what you believe in, whether it be, Mm -hmm. like, local music or local art or whatever you believe in, that's where you should be putting your money. I agree, yeah. So, yeah, you could... Everybody has a voice, and the voice, unfortunate as it may be, is a lot of the time where you spend your money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's yeah. well, why I, I would just, just. One easy way to get some power back in the hands of the people is just boycotting some of these major corporations. I don't yeah. know why it hasn't really been done yet, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Shit. Convenience. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, that's what's going to fuck us all up. And anyway, don't, different. It's a different podcast. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to come back on here. And yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> awesome. So I guess tell just tell people about the album. When's it coming out and stuff like that. Um, Soul Food, the audio biography. Uh, this is the project that really introduces the world to me, who I am. It's coming out July 30th. That's next Tuesday. So that's coming up real quick. Uh, we have the listening party on Saturday. Listening party and barbecue. That'll be at Neverland, the boutique. And then the release party's going to be at Hi-Fi Club um, August 9th. And, um, yeah, soul food. It's, it's all about just digesting. It's all about feeding the soul, you know, nourishing nourishing the mind and, and the spirit and the body. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, if, if you're listening and you got a, a moment, hit up. And if it's past Tuesday, hit up Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to music, and check it out. Cool. So yeah. it'll be on all platforms and everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, any just kind of final things you want to say other than that? or? Uh, thank you for having me, of course. And, um, yeah, I think... I think that's really it. No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll have all the links for like your social media, where they can find, you know, download the music, get it. It'll all be in the episode notes, links to the events, stuff perfect, like that. Perfect, so perfect. if anybody's curious, check out the episode notes and you can hook up with AYE. Yeah, man. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, man. Check one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. I am just a man, man on a mission. I rock the rhythm, I got to get you moving. Take you back to when hip hop, get you that feeling. Let go of all your inhibition. It's that mumble rap, walk, prohibition. Lyrical ammunition, when it hits, you feel no pain, just a vibration. Ay. Send it, lest it, highly recommend it. Shop, giving thanks, ain't no time for guessing. Chefing, feminine attendance. Dig it. So food, it's the definition. Put it together, make to perfection. Every Sunday, a celebration.
Every Sunday a celebration Take my heart Fill my soul I am beauty to behold Take One time. my heart Fill my soul I am beauty made of love Oh man, hold up, come again Oh yeah that is my kind of gym, work the king, this my thing Easy vibing, one, two, stepping, representing Get with it, hey, we trying to kick it Big up Ike, big up sister I'm just trying to live a little, I'm just trying to share some love with you Like the old folks used to do it Nobody alive that can touch my mother's cooking Word the mother, welcome to the function, good looking huh? Look long enough, you see true beauty starts within Let your light glow like the sun that be shining Through the good times and the bad The little bit of time that we have Life's precious, enjoy you while it lasts Life's precious, enjoy you while it lasts Take my heart through the good times and so bad, I am beauty to be whole. Take my heart, feel my soul. My soul. I am beauty made of love. Say what? Take my heart, feel my soul. Yeah, I am beauty to be whole. It goes like this. Take my heart. So I am beauty, made of love Sound the trumpet, mama cooking right now up in the kitchen You don't know how it goes, pot up bubble So full, ease up, hey, clap, just clap one time just clap. So full Sunday Get you moving. Take you back to where hip hop gave you that feeling. Let go of all your inhibition. Take my heart, yeah. Feel my soul. If you liked this episode of the podcast, why not leave a review? You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. For up-to-date information on the podcast, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Froggy Style Productions. That's Frog, the letter E, Style Productions. For more ways to support the show, visit fsproductions.ca.